Hey there, welcome to Elite Bridal Boss Podcast, where we blend bridal beauty and business so you can thrive as a bridal boss. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and excited to have you here. We discuss all things that matters to you the most, growing your bridal beauty business, living a life with impact, and being a boss in every way possible. If you could do me a favor, hit the notification bell and rate this podcast for more. And I know you want more. All right, so let's get started. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining today's episode. Today I have a special guest for you. I have my dear husband, Tua Tori, and I'm super excited to have him on here because it's been a while that I've been wanting him to be on here, and I think it's going to be really good to hear his side of a husband's side and his perspective of having a wife, myself, who's a makeup artist, business entrepreneur, and I think it'd be really good just to see you get insight from him. I'm interested to hear too, so let's get started. Thank you so much, Tua. Can you introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. Pleasure to meet all of you. Jenny's husband, that's what I'm known <laughs> as. But just a little bit about me, about us, formerly from North Carolina, the Texas by way of New York, uh, met my lovely wife. 2002, married in 2004. We are approaching 19 wonderful years of marriage and certainly been a joy to kind of see her start from the beginnings to where she's at now came from the bottom now she's at the top so looking forward to sharing some experiences uh, some thoughts with all of you thank you for the intro yeah guys we've been married for 19 years we went through a lot you know we grew together and i think a lot of couples when they get married they realize the growth that comes with it as you can tell like i'm not the same jenny was before obviously i I am but like i've grown you know and i think it's important to know that embrace growth and you know so anyway can you share like how we met because a lot of people ask that like how do you meet your husband he's from new york and i'm here in dallas so a mutual friend from new orleans that i knew beforehand came to visit dallas she met jenny subsequently she called me and told me that she met somebody that i would really like and you know that there was a lot of doubt there but i took her up on that offer we actually did a three-way. She introduced me and Jenny. So we talked on the telephone. And as they could say from that conversation that we had back the early part of 2002. Yeah. From there, a few trips to Texas and found myself shortly thereafter moving to Texas. As they could say, the rest is history. Yeah. So that's how we met. We just dated long distance for about two years or a year and a half. Yeah. And can you tell me what's the one thing that made you attracted to me? It was the personality, first and foremost. As they say, opposites attract and, you know, there's no more truthfulness when that comes to you and I. And so... Yeah, we're opposite. I think you were one of the first few conversations. It could have even been that first conversation. I say you were a live wire. Yeah, he said live. I do remember that. And that probably was that first conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess someone that was different. And so that would balance me out. And that has been the the case uh, ever since. So, yeah, we've been, so April 10th is our anniversary. And so, yeah, this coming April, it'll be 19 years, guys. 19, that's almost 20. So we've been together like 21 years. Yeah, it's been amazing. And I'm super excited to continue this journey with life with you. And I thank you so much for all your support and love and patience and kindness. The least I could do. <laughs> no, <thank you. laughs> 
Uh, it's been great. It okay. will only get better. Yes. Thank you. So, yeah. You remember back when I was starting my business, when I was painting? Remember that? Yeah, I remember that vividly. And in fact, we were actually working together at the same place of employment. You were always interested in art and painting. And I remember you having this ideal in which you wanted to get back into custom painting, which you actually did and had a small custom painting business. Even did a few pieces for some coworkers and others. So I remember that like it was yesterday almost. And that was actually back in 2005. Wow. 2005. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember when I was creating, working really hard, creating a website and things like that? I do. Yeah. I was going to my brother's house for a long time, back and forth. A lot of hours spent, <laughs> but it was worth it because from there, that was at the foundation. We didn't realize it then, but hindsight is always twenty twenty. So you have to start from somewhere. You never know where you're going to end up, but the work in and have a vision and that vision will materialize at some point, some form or fashion. Yeah. So when I first started, when I started my painting business, Tory Art, and then I pivoted over to doing makeup, what came through your mind? When I told you that. So I didn't really know what to expect at that particular moment in time from the business aspect. Never a doubt as far as talent was concerned because you always had an eye for detail. Just didn't know quite where, where it would go at that particular moment in time. I didn't know that makeup could be an actual profession that one could support themselves independent of, you know, as we would say, a regular nine to five job. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say there was skepticism involved. It was just a lot of unknown. And so didn't know where it would go from there. But at the very least, it was a thought to to try and support. So I think that's important. Yeah. So you say it was skepticism? No, I didn't, it wasn't skepticism. There was just unknown. You're unknown? Necessarily skeptic that it couldn't be done. I just didn't know that it was done. And so I think skepticism may imply some type of doubt, but that necessarily wasn't it. And that's okay, because I kind of do share how a lot of comments and other people say about makeup, you know? I don't think you're the only person that has mentioned that, you know, how can you do this full time, you know? People relate doing makeup as a hobby or play makeup, and it's kind of hard to really see it as a real job. I mean, can you be honest and share your viewpoint on it? And it's okay. So at the moment that you actually started, there wasn't thought or talks, at least from my recollection, that this would be the ultimate goal is it wouldn't, at, at that particular moment, there wasn't any conversations, you know, the, the ultimate goal is I'm going to, you know, leave the job that I'm working now. This is something that I want to explore though, and create as a business. And so based on that premise, there necessarily were not any doubts. I think the biggest doubt if there were any, was essentially coming from a funding aspect. Because for your listeners out there, at the time we were at the same place, but, you know, working in investments and, and, and banking. And so funding is always important. How are we going to pay for what needs to get started? And that was the biggest thing for me. Mm, thank you. And I guess me, I'm like, we're going to make it, we're going to make it work. And so... I think that a lot of husbands out there can relate like we as wives, we are passionate and we are doing makeup and standing for hours and like hauling kit and 
going back and forth and being entrepreneur, you know, for our own business, we posting on social media, you know, we have wear so many different hats. So like fast forward to like maybe middle of when my business started booming, you know, started growing. What came to your mind when you start seeing traction? So it wasn't real long actually after you started back when you you know, was practicing. I remember many, many days starting out, being on websites, you know, doing <laughs> trade work, doing friends and family, people lining up, coming over to our small duplex that we were in at the time. And so I seen that growth and it wasn't too long after that, that you actually started booking events and having weddings and was actually producing from your efforts. So that actually didn't take long at all. And at the moment, it was a supplement to what you were actually already doing. But you had got to the point where it was big enough. And it was at that moment was just the matter of as every business owner comes to a crossroad in life um, in order to advance forward, there's certain risks that you need to take. And so at that moment, it wasn't a doubt that you could be successful, but it was hey, can we uh, really afford to go ahead and take this risk, leave the nine to five and go ahead and pursue this full time? Uh, circumstances dictated that happened. But, you know, at that particular time, the foundation was in place. Um, I knew that makeup was a serious profession that someone could support themselves. And so that wasn't, from my perspective, a decision that I would discourage you from making or a decision that I was actually afraid of you making or I should say apprehensive of you making. Oh, okay. Thank you. So you saw that, you know, I guess I started from charging, I think $50 from the very beginning and then eventually kept going up on my pricing. And I remember, I don't think you remember this, but I did, I did remember you hearing you like saying, oh no, no one's gonna pay you that much. And I don't think you mean it wrong, but it goes back to like subconscious thinking of what makeup is. And so what makeup, the value make people make up because even clients coming in, they think, well, makeup is just gonna be wiped off. But the moment they get bad makeup on, they realize the value of makeup because it actually make them cry. So people don't understand the value of makeup until it's gone bad, <laughs> gone wrong, if that makes sense. But I guess my point is that I'm not pointing my finger at you. I just want you to be able to share like really your true thoughts of like, when I first started, I started $50 and then I started going up 75. And then I started making a lot of money, you know, and I realized I kept pushing the boundaries. I'll say, watch, I'm going to go up to a thousand or, you know, 500 to a thousand, 2000, 3000. And you're like, oh, no one's going to pay you that. And I did. Can you like kind of share me that, share with me your thought? Yeah. Process? So it wasn't said just from a standpoint that your skills weren't good enough, but, you know, from a male perspective, not knowing what makeup is. It was hard attaching a value of that much to makeup being applied. And so that was more of a perspective that males have that have nothing to do with makeup. The thought that, hey, a bride will actually be willing to pay this much money for makeup. Because from a logical standpoint, and that's how men think logically, you know, you could even think why, you know, would that be done for at most a few hours? You know, I could actually have something tangible to last year's paying that much. So that was pretty much where the origin or genesis of that thought, it was more so just out of ignorance, not understanding or the value that some would attach to having makeup that was done well and done in a skillful way. But now that I sit back after that time, you know, the transformation that it provides, sometimes you can't attach a value or you can't put a monetary price on something like that. So that is 
where that actually came from, which even most, you know, share that thought now, especially those not knowing what makeup is and what it's about. And then even some who, who do, but I am glad that I was proved wrong that people <laughs> work money so yeah i did i was like watch just watch well, I was like, yeah and so i'm gonna... glad that you didn't get discouraged you knew well you knew the land and what people would be willing to pay if you could have it to back it up and so that's a drive that you had which is is great yes and a lot of people are afraid to push the boundaries you know that right a lot of people are scared. Yeah, it's, it's just, I think that's just human nature, that apprehension to actually do that. And so sometimes, though, if you never push, you never know how far or how high that, that you can actually go. So I think pushing boundaries, you, you learn whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, I've always pushed the boundaries with my business. And I think that just having my foundation of my business and marketing and allow me to know that I, I can. And I'm glad that I did, you know. And then recently, you notice like in the last few years, you know, I kind of cracked the code on how to even raise the price even more so and package it in a way that my high-end brides were going to book. And remember that point too? Yeah. And then, you know, it came to a point, right, just seeing the evolution of your skills and then your business acumen understanding and knowing how to position. You know, at that point, it was just a matter of, of support, not no doubt. So I know that you would take it as high as... It could conceivably go, and, and here you are. Thank you. So, like, how does it feel to have like ambitious wife and an entrepreneur? Like, how does it, that feel? We know that I always talk about how you're very supportive and you're very patient and very kind. And so, like in my stories, I always share about you. But I know that a lot of people know that I can do what I do without your support. And so, I guess, how does it feel to have ambitious wife? So. The way I would position it is, you know, one, you know, anytime that you want to grow, there has to be some level of ambition that, that is there. And so I know that's just part of your personality. And by inhibiting that, I will be inhibiting you as a person, not as a business person, um, um, just as, as a person from growing. And so I think, first of all, understanding and recognizing, you know, that piece of it. And you asked me, how, how does it feel? You know, it feels great because I know that that is who you are. And so, you know, it, it's great that you are a self-starter, that you are a go-getter. And part of it is, you know, recognizing that we are a team and, you know, more of the laid back type. And so that ambition actually complements us very well. And so I think it's a fit for, for the Tory team. Yes, thank you. Speaking about Tori, everyone keeps asking me, where do you get Jay Tori from? So like, where did you get it from? Tori's my <laughs> married name. They're like, where do you get Tori from? You're Asian. I was like, Tori is my married name. And so Jay is my, you know, Jenny. So right. Jay Tori. Yeah, but even that in itself kind of stands out, right? I think that kind of, it, that the name itself kind of leaves an impression in people's mind. And they just, it, it just kind of fits you and what you have done. And so that, the name is, is the brand. Yeah, I love it. And I remember we had a conversation like when makeup artists were sometimes I would talk about like my students and like the challenges that comes with being a makeup artist and like, here in, you know, like marketing and branding. And I think you were sharing it to me like everything that I have done, which sometimes I forget that got me here. Like what can you like share your perspective on like what contributed to growth 
as a makeup artist, as a successful makeup artist, or to myself. I guess so. I alluded to it earlier in that when you decided that you wanted to go all in and you went to, I don't know, CVS, Walgreens, one of those. <laughs> Yeah, all this money. I'm glad you didn't tell me how much you spent time because I don't. <laughs> yeah, I just bought all the makeup. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, but from there though, and I remember you talking to other makeup artists at the time. But then you really worked on on your craft, started doing friends and family. Like I said, I remember you know folks just coming over to the house, lining up for you to do their makeup. Yes, how many months I did that every weekend night. Yeah, it was there every weekend, and and a lot of people and. You know, you were taking pictures of them, you know, <laughs> outside against our, our wooden fence over there. I you did. Already, you already had a website in place for your custom art. And so you at least, you know, had that posting. Uh, I remember you, you know, doing models on that website, if I remember correctly, Model Mayhem, maybe. And that was many, yep. many years ago, reaching out to photographers who was just trying to get started doing trade work. So you really, really worked on your craft to perfect your skills. The hundreds and hundreds of, of people that you did makeup on. And then as you started going out and, you know, doing weddings. I, I remember, you know, you started advertising in, in the different, you know, publications. And so it wasn't one of those things, I'm going to sit back and wait for people to come to me. Uh, you said, oh. I need to go out and get in front of people in order to make this thing happen. Yeah. And so, you know, now, you know, you at a, at a point where you can almost just sit back, host your work and people will come to you. But you know, you've been doing this for a long time and that's not what it was at the very beginning. So just like anything, you know, everybody has a story of work, of perseverance, of ups and downs, joys and, and, and heartaches and, and roller coasters. You've been, you know, all of that still, still are to an extent, but just from the makeup, you know, profession, you essentially perfected that piece of it. And then that has been years of, of grinding head down. And having a goal being not necessarily the best in the profession, but you want to be the best version of yourself. And it's just so happened those two are the same. So it was a lot of work, you know, very impressing to see. Yeah. And to be a part of. Oh, thank uh, you. We had a lot of tears. I cry a lot. <laughs> Go up and down, happy, excited. And then, but in all in all, do you know, like, can you feel my passion in, in what I do though? Like yeah, I mean, the, the passion was there back in, you know, 2005. Had it changed? When you said that you wanted to actually paint, the passion hasn't changed. You, you, you've now been able to channel that passion in a profitable way, which is nice to see, but it's there and it's always been there in, in the pathways that you wanted to go and have gone. Yeah. And how did it feel? Remember when I was like wanting to open up the JH Frame Academy? And I remember telling you this, I was in charge like 3000 for, you know, the two week, I think eight day program. And even then you were like, who's going to pay you $3,000? You did. Cause you're like, Man, that's a lot. Well, I remember for makeup. Yeah. But as far as Teaching? charging somebody for you to teach, I, I don't. You remember don't... that? You're like, well, what gets, no, I, I don't think you said that. I think you said, we'll see if it happens or something right. like that. Yeah. Which is a logical thing to say, right? <laughs> not, it's not one of those things where it's say. Hey, it can't happen. It can't happen. Yeah. This is what you want to do. And I never say you can't do it or you shouldn't do it. No, um, you didn't. You just. But as with anything, just my, okay, we'll sit back and see and see how this thing will, will unfold. Yeah. And it did. So the J Trump Academy, when it opened, I was able to get students in teaching hands on. And involved, you know, into what it is today, which is the Elite Bio Mastery Program and how I was able to offer everything that has helped me 
And how do you feel about this stage of the business? Yeah, how am I able to help other makeup artists to fast track their success instead of going through what all I did with the website marketing and Yeah, so someone will recognize that journey that I mentioned that that you went through. Some are actually going through that right now. Possibly some, you know, even more so, some less so. But one of the beauties and benefits that I see though is from you though, being able to take what you learned, take even what you wish that you would have known back then or things that you did know about, but you just didn't put it into practice. Being able to now have that user experience from that user journey that you went through and be able to help individuals now because, you know, it, it definitely is a profession in which, you know, one can make a very good living, you know, for them and their family. And then, you know, I think artists just in general, whether you're painting canvas you know or, or face or designing something you just buy by and large artists are very passionate people and so just knowing that you could take something that you're very passionate about and be able to make a living and support yourself and your family is really you know icing on the cake and so one of the biggest things that people actually search for is just being able to do something that they actually enjoy doing is something that they actually love doing and so I find just from my experience and dealing and talking from a distance and directly with makeup artists, every makeup artist love what they do. And if you didn't love it, you there's no way you could do it. And then because you will love it and then if you can make money, that's the best of both worlds. And so I, I like the service that you actually are providing individuals as you give people an opportunity to at least taste that experience for themselves. So it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I love teaching. And I love helping my students to be able to thrive and to have the skill set, not just the skill set, but actually have a thriving business, you know? And me merging this the J Tournament Academy to Elite Bride Mastery program together, combine those two and like offering this to makeup artists to solve a huge gap in the market. It was a huge challenge. Obviously you've been by my side for the last year and it's one of the hardest journey I've gone through. But I mean, obviously it has success in it. So, you know, we have like, I mean, like 13, 14 students has gone to the program and it is a high touch program, you know? And so when you hear husbands, you know, if they were to hear that amount of the investment into the program, like for example, you hearing this, you know, the amounts, right? The investment for the elite bar master program. But what I'm saying is hearing from a husband, hearing a, their wives going to invest in further into the business, that's going to be able to help further in make the job more easier to book more clients and to position themselves as a deluxe artist so they don't have to work harder because they're already working hard that's the key we're already working really hard but why not work smarter with along that like obviously having a husband's very support like it's super important to have you know make sure they support the things they're already supporting us they see us working really hard and so they're carrying the kit back and forth in our car cleaning on brushes you know like my husband does that all the time he helps me with my kit and my brushes but then when you have gaps in your market and then you know your husband sees that you know like you're working so hard i guess my point is like when you have this opportunity to maybe close that gap with you know working with someone who's already done it like with myself like i just don't want to hear 12 what years like what, what husband would think makeup artist husbands should think so with any business there's a monetary investment that's required and 
you know, I, me of all people certainly know that the different avenues, the different things that you tried, but you certainly have spent a lot, 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 lot more money, you know, <laughs> a lot more money than even what you've packaged up and what you're presenting to brides. So it would have been nice to have someone like you when you came along that had been thousands of dollars that would have been saved. And so one, just knowing that, and then, you know, two, the ROI, so a return on, on investment is certainly there and then some. Um, I think also too, you know, as you were talking, there's also something, right, that we say the, the cost of waiting by you putting off, you know, one, how much money are you actually you losing by waiting? And as you continue to, to figure out things your own way, how much money are you actually, you know, spending? And so, you know, where are the efficiencies where you can actually make your money count or make it worth it? Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, programs such as this will actually do sitting here, you know, talking firsthand experience in that. And so there, there's always apprehension, right? Anytime that you, one, are, are looking to make an investment in something. And for some, it is substantial because... You know, my mom's always telling me money don't grow on trees. Yes. We, well, we, we stopped saying that, remember? Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to take <laughs> a step forward okay. without some type of investment. And, you know, you just kind of weigh out that role. What does success look like? And, you know, can it be profitable? And the investment today is going to be less than that investment will be two, three years down the road. And so the faster you can get started, the better you put yourself ahead of the curve, so to speak. And so, you know, a lot of thought that needs to go into it. But I will say that if one is determined, one is ready, it's definitely worth it. But it will take, you know, some sacrifices. But tell me a good thing that doesn't. And so that's what it ultimately comes down to. Yes, thank you. So, yeah, it's either, you know, that you took me 15 years to get where I'm at now, right? But this program is five months. You know, I work really, really hard in this program. And so to be able to condense everything, to my 15 years into five months for makeup artists. So it can actually help someone to fast track their success. That's what I'm here for, you know. And you guys know how passionate I am in helping. And yeah, I think it's kind of cool to be able to hear like my husband's perspective. And I have some questions too. If like, what does your husband do? <laughs> so I always get this question, what does your husband do? Because I still don't know. I think you do like investment. I, I say he does something with banking. So it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> even for the people who is in the business that I'm in, they don't really quite understand what I do. So I, I work in financial services. I am in the investment world, but I work in what you could essentially say is the plumbing of the investment world. The thing behind the scenes that make everything work. So when you, you know, open up an investment account, you know, with the company, when you put money in that account when you buy or you sell a stock. There's a, a million things that happen on the back end for all of that stuff to happen. And there's generally a company or infrastructure that makes all of that happen. I work for that type of company that's in the background of making all that stuff happen. And so I work with other investment companies and, and businesses from a service and operational standpoint. The technical term of it is called custody and clearing. But even then, you won't know what that is unless you have some experience with investing. But that's kind of where where I am. I did start, though, in banking. So Jenny and I used to work for a security alarm company. After that, in 2005, I did go into banking. From banking, you know, I got an investment license. Mm -hmm. Worked some companies you probably are familiar with, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade. Was a financial advisor. But now I'm kind of on the backside of that part of the business world. Oh, Okay. 
See, so he does stuff like that. So he works from home sometimes and he works in the office. So he's super supportive, like with our daughter, Milan, who was 10 years old. So between the both of us, we're able to manage, able to work and take care of our daughter. So, you know, thanks so much to all for like kind of sharing. Do you have any other advice for other makeup artists, you know, to keep going? Like, can you have any tips for husbands of makeup artists? Tips for, uh, for entrepreneurs? Yeah, because it takes uh, a special yeah, husband. It takes, it takes two and, you know, it, it, it's a team effort. So you got to sit down. I think that you have to be deliberate about what the goals are. And then from there, if it's uh, viable, sounds such, uh, from a husband's perspective, biggest thing that you can do is continue to be a support, continue to be an encourager. And I think that that goes a long way. But I think one of the things, though, that for a husband that you have to do is you have to, I think, quickly erase any doubts but have confidence that, you know, your wife will be successful with the passion and the skill is there or the desire to, you know, continue to improve on that skill and, and learn. And then I think from there, as they say, I mean, just coin, this sky is a limit to both of you are in control of your own destiny or future. Thank you. So, about. yeah, I like that. I just don't have any doubts. I think if you just encourage and just believe the impossible because the impossible become possible. That's a key because if you sow any doubts into your mate or anything like that, that's when things doesn't go well. But when you like just be positive, but at the same time, just encourage each other. That's a key and allow yourself to thrive in your own path, but while working together, you know? So I really thank you so much to all for coming on to this podcast episode with me and be able to share your story and how other makeup artists and husbands can really relate and yeah all right you're certainly welcome enjoy it yes thank you i hope you enjoyed today's topic and if you did please rate and subscribe if you would love to learn more how i can help you reach your fullest potential as elite bridal boss please schedule a free call link in the description and to see if the program will be a good fit for you either way dm me on ig and say hello as i would love to hear from you until then don't stop dreaming because you are living in it (laughs) 